Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Back Row Packer Show, part of the Back Row Fantasy Network. I'm your host, Aaron Yakel. You can find me on Twitter at Yakenbake. With me tonight is your co-host, master of water slides and everything Wisconsin Dells, and also my best friend, Ben Allman. Say hi to the people, Ben. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Together, Ben and I would like to thank the guys over at the Back Row Fantasy Show for allowing us to be a part of the network of 32 team shows they're assembling. We couldn't be more excited to have a reason to sit down and talk Packers with you. If you're not already, be sure to give Bark, Arms, and Huck a follow over at the Back Row Show. All right, Ben, as we get into this, you know, obviously we're both from Wisconsin. We've pretty much been ingrained the Packers from moment one. Our first breath happens. We're given a cheese curd and a summer shandy, and then the Packers are turned on the TV. Who can the people listening expect to hear your fandom revolve around? Who's one of your favorite Packer players? So, Aaron, my favorite Packer player growing up has always been Brett Favre. I don't think any Packer will ever top him. Everything revolved around Brett Favre growing up. You know, that's that's actually really interesting because I'd say apart from Reggie White, one of my favorite players to watch has been Aaron Rodgers just because I was very over the amount of interceptions that your boy Brett Favre was throwing. Not to say anything about, you know, perhaps Rodgers' character or anything like that, but it has been very enjoyable to watch his career, his being Rodgers' career, progress from riding the uh, the proverbial pine behind Favre as he decided when he was going to ride off into the sunset and then come right back in and decide to wear green and white and then that other color to the... Uh, Northwest, not so much north, but more west of us that will shall be uh, remained unspoken about. But yeah, so it's been a nice discussion for you and I the last couple of years of Favre over Rogers. Other than a Packer, who are you uh, a fan of? So my uh, favorite non-Packer, speaking of the team that shall not be named, Randy Moss. I just don't think there was a better wide receiver that ever played than Randy Moss. He was always great to watch. It was a little over the top sometimes, but he always made plays. But he mooned the crowd, Ben. How can you get over that? I still would have been all about him getting tra- traded to Green Bay. Yeah, but who Maybe. would that have? Who would that trade have been at the cost of? Maybe we should have went just a draft pick like New England. I don't think it would have been worth giving up Aaron Rodgers, but almost happened. All right. So, where do we currently sit? As we record, we are less than a week away from the start of the new league year, and hopefully with it, the start of free agency. A year ago at this time, we all know we were still getting used to life after Mike McCarthy as coach, wondering if then-new head coach Matt LaFleur was the right hire. Sure, a year prior, his name was floated around as a hot commodity, but you know, after just that one year as offensive coordinator in Tennessee, and albeit an up-and-down year in terms of Titan production, many fans of the green and gold were left wondering if he'd be the right fit in Green Bay. Would he be able to connect with quarterback Aaron Rodgers, and would Rodgers trust the new way and buy in? All offseason, we kept hearing that. We just couldn't turn around and get away from it. Then came free agency, 
and the Packers faithful were <laughs> treated to something we had all hoped for for a long time under the old regime of Ted Thompson. We were treated to multiple meaningful and high-level signings. GM Brian Gutekunst brought in Adrian Amos, Zadarius Smith, and Preston Smith to help bolster the defense. And above all, Zadarius and Preston Moore, at least from my perspective, have really entered that defensive leadership role. Wouldn't you say so? I I would definitely say so. I'm thinking Zadarius and Preston together are probably the best rushing tandem that Green Bay's had together. I wouldn't give either one of them that over Reggie White, but I think the two of them together are better than anybody that Green Bay's had. It's hard for me to remember how old you were uh, when Reggie was around, but the moves that he personally would have, the there's a, a move where his arm would just come up and lift the offensive lineman just off the ground and off to the right was amazing. But I think you're right. The the duo of Zadarius and Preston together has really been something special to watch over the last year. And, and hopefully we can, you know, enjoy that for many years to come. The 2019 draft saw eight more players get selected by the Packers. The top half of that eight being defensive players, Rashawn Gary and Darnell Savage. And offensive players, Elton Jenkins and Jay Sternberger. With guard Jenkins possibly being that brightest of bright spots as he didn't allow one sack the entire year. As we saw Rodgers shift from pass first mentality to you know, what some may see a a waning of his talents or perhaps just as the season went on, you know, buying into the the overall balance of running and passing. It was really nice to see him not running for his life all the time. As the season went on, we did see the team come together and roles were defined. Possible gelling issues between Rodgers and LeFleur never really did come to fruition, and what was the loudest story during the offseason was quashed relatively quickly once the game started. Admittedly, winning early and often may have had quite uh, quite a bit to do with that as we finished the regular season 13-3, and ending, unfortunately, with that loss in the NFC Championship. So now, like I said, we're, we're less than a week away from free agency, the big presumed losses, well, one not so presumed as Jimmy Graham was announced as he was released this week, but the other presumed losses have been Brian Bulaga and Blake Martinez. Ben, I know you were a fan of Jimmy Graham back in the Saints days. Ben and I play fantasy together, have played almost for the last 20 years. You're not quite old enough to be uh, a 20-year fantasy player yet, but you're darn close having uh, about 17 years in there or so and you were all about the Jimmy Graham when he was fresh and running just like a wide receiver what are your thoughts on the final releasing probably of Jimmy Graham perhaps he might catch on somewhere else but I'm not really seeing that happening I was really surprised they brought him back last year and I don't know that it was his route running really that took a hit he just couldn't catch the ball he had a lot of big drops yeah, it definitely was strange to see him almost, you know, you you hear wide receivers, great wide receivers especially, when they, they're so good for so long and then 
when they're done, they just fall off the cliff. And I think we saw Jimmy have a little bit of that with the, uh, like you said, the inability to catch, maybe a little bit more inability to separate as he got older. However, we are past that point to Jimmy Graham. I know we, like uh, like we said before, did draft Jay Sternberger. He was a pretty touted athlete coming out of college last year. I was surprised to see how much they used him in the a fullback capacity last year and blocking out of the backfield. But I am excited to see what the youngster can do. There have been rumors that the Packers will be highly involved in bringing in perhaps a free agent tight end. I know Hunter Henry and Austin Hooper are both the big names on the market. Any of those interest you and in to see see them lining up along with Jay Sternberger, or should we just forego those two and see who else is around? In my opinion, I would probably hold on the big tight ends. I think Jay Sternberger started to come in towards the end of the season in the playoffs, had a couple big catches. I think he's poised to maybe have a breakout and I would be happy with him being the starter. I think Hooper and Henry are both going to command too much money that we can spend somewhere else. They definitely would be big splash plays. I personally didn't mind seeing the the flashes that we saw every once in a while from uh, Robert Tanyan Jr. I think I'm right along there with you. If, if we can find the wise ways to spend the cap room we have on uh, multiple somebodies, perhaps, if they're not Hooper or Henry... I'm going to be excited to see what Sternberger and Tanyan perhaps can do next to each other. Blake Martinez was the, if I'm not mistaken, the tackle leader of the team. Where do you think we can go to make up that leadership of of the middle linebacker? I really think that's where the free agents needs to be spent. I know we spent big on the defense last year. I think we need to stay right there spending big on the defense. And they need to go all in for either Corey Littleton or Joe Schobert if they can't get him. Schobert's the name I was just going to bring up. I've I've heard his name float be floated around this town, this town being Green Bay where where I live. Yeah, he was the exciting name that I did hear early and often. And uh, hopefully by this time next week we'll we'll hear of a deal getting done because I don't think Schobert's going to last long in the free agent market. I'm just looking at, I think, Littleton or Schobert, both of them. They're going to get the tackles Martinez did, but they're going to get them at the line of scrimmage and not five, six yards (laughs) behind the line of scrimmage. That would be the upgrade, wouldn't it? (laughs) Yes, for sure. Have you given any thought to who you'd perhaps like to see come in through this year's draft? Well, I guess kind of before we get into the draft, I want a couple more things in free agency. Well, go, baby, go. I know there. we need help on wide receiver, and it isn't anything either one of us have really brought up. I know Robbie Anderson has been linked to the Packers. I think he's going to want way too much money. Um, I truthfully don't think free agency is going to – free agency or the draft is where we find our deep threat. I do feel Marquise Godwin could be traded for, for a late-round draft pick. He is 30. He's never really been a top wide receiver, but he's always been that guy that can blow the top off the defense at any time. And that's what Green Bay was missing last year. That's interesting. I hadn't given any thought to Marquise. Uh, I know before Debo, Samuel pretty much took over that wide receiver room in San Francisco. He was definitely a flashy player out there. Speaking of San Francisco, I have no idea what happened to Dante Pettis, but 
he'd be an interesting second chancer around the league as well. Um, but you're absolutely right about Marquise. He definitely can rip the top off a defense. And, and every once in a while last year, you would see MVS, Marquez, Valdez-Scantling go long, and inevitably Rodgers would be you know, right there with the ball, hit his hands or a foot out, and MVS just wasn't coming down with the ball. So, yeah, we could definitely use that threat down the field. Anyone else other than Robbie Anderson you see as a possible landing spot free agent? I really think they should stay away from too many of the big wide receivers. It's just going to be too expensive. Marquise, that's still it's only a $5 million hit compared to what you're going to look at for the top wide receivers, and the draft's pretty deep in wide receiver this year. So you're really all in on bringing in the linebacker help and then go into the draft to uh, get Rodgers some more toys. Yes. What kind of toys should we be looking for? So you kind of know me, and you know I'm not a I'm a flashy <laughs> first-round pick kind of guy. You have high hopes in the first round. This is true. I was uh, pretty distraught about the Rashawn Gary. I thought they could have went wide receiver there. I think he'll be okay. He had a couple flashes where he was in by the quarterback. He didn't really have to play because you got Preston Smith and Zedaria Smith. I really think round one at 30, offensive tackle, either Josh Jones or Lucas Niang. Both of them, I think, can be starters on day one to take over for Blaga. Interesting. So instead of getting the flashy wide receiver, possibly the fourth off the board, maybe the fifth off the board, you're going to... uh, Secure, perhaps a smarter move, secure the protection for Rodgers first. I like that. So what do you got for a second round? Did you get that that far? So, yeah, my my second round, I'm thinking, is going to be Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk? He's not the uh, super fast guy like I think Marquise is, but he is that true number two that will be on the other side of the field. Of Devontae Adams. Interesting. I think, uh, was that Arizona State, if I remember right? Yes. Yeah, he was a fun player to watch this year for sure down there at Arizona State. Sun Devils. Any farther than second round? I did. I went into the third where I have Thaddeus Moss. (laughs) Um, And we're full circle. (laughs) Um. For those of you that don't know, Thaddeus Moss of LSU tight end uh, is Randy Moss's son. So very fitting that Ben would be bringing up his name here. Go ahead. And he is that. He's more of that receiving threat from the tight end spot. He could be the... And I think Jace is still going to be a receiving threat, but Thaddeus Moss, I feel, is going to be more of what Jimmy Graham was supposed to be. So somebody that can catch. Yeah. And you move him out, play him out of the slot, all that kind of stuff. And I do think the only reason he's going to fall into the third round is because he had to sit out one year because of the transfer rules. And then next year he had the broken foot, played a year, but now he has a broken foot again. So other side. Right. Anything else you'd like to discuss for this first episode, sir? I did. I did go into the fourth round. You got four? I got four. I didn't even know you could count that high. <laughs> Who are we taking this, in the fourth round? So this this one's kind of a long shot. I know there's been some talk about going early for a quarterback. 
I think four's late enough that you don't waste one of Rodgers' weapons. Go on the Green Bay quarterback, James Morgan. Interesting. Hometown boy. I heard that name actually earlier today, too. So that's uh, that's interesting that you brought that one up. By the time we meet again, Ben, we hopefully will have some free agency action. My goal for us uh, between now and the draft would be to come back, talk about the, the amazing free agency signings that we've had, and perhaps play around with the the picks that we both see maybe coming in. There's a, a pretty neat tool. I'll do a small shout-out here to the draftnetwork.com, and they've got a simulator that we can play around with, and every time you do it, there's a different scenario being played out, so I think it'll be fun to talk about the different players that you and I might select. Apart from that, we'll uh, tackle the, the Packers news and just generally have a fun time talking about the Pack as we go along this, this offseason and into the year. Sound good? That works for me. All right, sir. Thanks for hanging around, tackling the first episode. You can find both of us at Back Row Pack. And if you don't mind, stick around with us as we both grow together and get stronger in this podcasting world. Reach out to us, tell us if you got any topics you'd like to talk about, and, and we'll go from there. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a wonderful week.